This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Up next on Plains FM, it's part four of Together Through Bread, a podcast series about breads from around the world made with funding from the Office of Ethnic Communities. We're back again at the Phillipstown Hub for our fourth bread-making workshop. This time, we're going to Turkey to learn about P-Day bread with Siddika as our host. Hello everyone, I'm Siddika. I'm from Turkey, as you can see. And I've been in New Zealand for three and a half years. And I did some study here, human nutrition. And I'm, I always like cooking. And this is my assistant, my son, and Sar. And we like cooking together and we are baking and cooking and everything together in the kitchen. We like kitchen actually. So uh, this is our first workshop with my son and myself. And we are going to be making Ramadan pide. Uh, maybe you have did, done some research on that. Ramadan pide is a bread uh, which is usually common in Ramadan. Uh, during Ramadan, 30 days, people go to the bakery and just to get fresh bread, they can wait on the queue for, for an hour sometimes, just to get it fresh and hot, warm. It should be very hot. Uh, it's special to Ramadan. And then we are going to be making kirpide. It is common meal, actually, in Turkey. You know, if you can't afford a real you know, meal, regular meal with the meat and other stuff, people usually go for kirpide because it is cheap and, you know, Easy to eat, easy to just, you know, get from everywhere. So, yeah. And then I think you are going to be helping me with this, if you don't mind. <laughs> because it is going to be quite much to bake this much bread for people. Uh, we will start with making the dough, three different uh, bowls we have here. And uh, we will make the dough first, and then we will cook the filling. And then... The fun part is that at the end, we will just fill it and uh, cook it in, in the oven. And if we can use this yeah, one, we can, we can use both because it's going to take quite a a much time, time yeah. to make it in a small uh, oven. Yeah. Yeah, let's get started. We divide the group of 18 enthusiastic learner bakers into smaller teams. Two groups will make the Kir Pide and one to make the Ramadan Pide. So what is the difference between Kir Pide and Ramadan Pide? Well, Ramadan Pide, as Siddiqua said, is eaten during Ramadan, and the dough only has flour, salt, yeast, and water. And it's round in shape when it's baked. Kir Pide dough includes milk, sugar, and oil. And it also has a filling, so it's almost like a pizza. We start with three cups of warm water or milk, and then we add about a teaspoon and a half of yeast to each bowl, along with a teaspoon of sugar to the kirpide only. And then we wait while the yeast activates. So for each bowl, we are going to be using three cups of water, uh, but the one is going to be different. This one is not 
having milk. These two will have milk because this is going to be a kirpide. This is Ramadan pide. It doesn't need milk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we can maybe start with this. So three cups of milk. Yes. Boiled kura? Uh, no, it's going to be, it should be warm, not so hot, not cold. So room temperature. Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit warmer than room te temperature. You can add as you know much as you want the milk, but I kind of you know add a little bit milk. So can you please in each group add one package and half, and then we can add it here. Teaspoon. Teaspoon of sugar. Yeah, one. One teaspoon okay. of sugar. Yeah. We will add salt later with the flour. Okay. It's just flour, uh, water and salt. Ramadan pide. What I do in this stage, just a few minutes we will wait. And then we will add some oil into these ones. But we don't need oil for that one. And then we will add flour, a little bit of sugar and salt. And I will tell you how much we will be adding, and then we will go for it, okay? I also had a chance to catch up with Siddika's assistant and her son, Ensar, for a wee chat. So do you make this bread as well? No. Is it because she's the expert? I don't know, I just don't really like making this. Well, I do like making this, but then like, I don't make it much. What do you like to make? Uh, cookies. Yum. And cake. Yeah. Well, I like making desserts most. So what's your job here today? Uh, at the workshop? I'm just my mom's assistant. <laughs> yes. What you, and what does being an assistant mean? What do you have to do? Uh, I just have to help her with, uh, like, if I have to make something, I make that. If I have to bring her ingredients, I bring her the ingredients. Yeah. yeah. Now it's time for the flour and salt. Seven cups of flour and two teaspoons salt for the kirupide, and six cups of flour and two teaspoons of salt for the Ramadan pide. This should make about 20 breads per bowl. We add the flour just a little at a time and start mixing with a spoon. When it becomes hard to mix with the spoon, we use our hands turn it onto a table and start kneading until we get a soft dough. Okay, let's add flour and then make it. So, if you... Would you like to mix it? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. So how many cups of flour? It's going to be seven, seven. but I will see how much... Because yeah, every time it seven can be different. That's just ordinary. Is there any particular sort of flour or just ordinary flour? You can use any, you know, I use any kind of flour, but usually I choose grade, high grade one. High grade flour, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, seven cups, is it? You kind of gauge how many you need. Yeah. It is usually seven cups. I usually add seven cups. So you can go for it. But we will make it uh, just a little at a time, not whole flour. Small, slowly, slowly. Yep. Just, yeah, and I will add salt into that now. I'm coming now, and I will use this one. 
bake them. <laughs> when it becomes difficult to mix it, we will make it by hand. Okay. So it'll be a wetter dough. Kind of, yeah. Right. Maybe more hydrated. Hydration. Yeah. Good hydration. More hydrated. Yeah. 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 Because it's almost at the point where you could work it, isn't it? Like with the hands. Yeah. Almost. There. Almost. Just yeah. a little. Just a yeah. little more. A little more. Yeah. Rob is awesome. Doing a great job there. Getting all that. You just get those muscles in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, see, that's why they make better dough because of, you know yes. that that muscle. It's getting all all of the stuff off the side. It is yeah. real muscles, isn't I'm it? I'm really particular about not having. Yeah. Like that, 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 stuff. We don't. We don't like the stuff stuck in yeah. there. You know, yeah. around. Yeah. Yes. I think you have management potential. You organise everybody else to do the work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to watch, you know. And I'm not dirty now. <laughs> They're doing it right? Yeah, it's good. Looks good. Yeah. This is going to be kind of, yeah, soft. Touch it and you can see. You know, just turn it around, just, you know, fold it. Gets maybe just a little bit sticky, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you know when it's when you've done enough kneading? Uh, it becomes smoother the the surface when you make it a ball, and when you push it, it pops up. How are you doing? Good. Wow! All hands are on. Oh, that's looking great. She's got, She's got wonderful technique. Yes. yes. Very good technique. Yes. Are you a bread maker yourself? Yes. Just do for a hobby though. Yes. Feels really good. So. You can tell the bread makers because they get the they get the heel of their hand right in there. Time when you stop doing this, what, you, what tells you you're ready? Yeah. When it gets dark. <laughs> <laughs> or when you get hungry. <laughs> or when your arms give out. Is that what it is? Yeah. No, it's all in the like texture. It's together all in the texture. texture. Yeah. Like that one's getting quite close. Oh, yeah. So it's getting more flexible, is it? Or? And it, and it it's it's soft. Softer. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a natural. Yeah. This is much more relaxing than washing the dishes. Going. It's amazing. Somebody thousands of years ago had to figure this all out. They had to figure out that they could crush the, the grains and turn it into flour and then mix it with water and stuff and turn it into bread. It's yeah. quite we learned about that on my previous workshop because it's mm. Egypt, isn't it? That mm. it was that bread was first made oh. and beer apparently and beer, bread and beer wow. bread was beer well, I guess yeast yeah. must have been an important yeah, part of the process they're, they're so. what the byproduct on your hand mm. yeah maybe just on my hand just watch that lassie there she's got a real good technique she's rolling around we, we have some real <laughs> professionals here do we? oh yeah so um down at that table, we've got two fab fabulous kneaders. This table, I've seen two outstanding examples of kneading. Yeah. Uh, we will put it in the bowl, and then we will cover it. Uh, if we have wrap, we can use it, or if we have tea towel, we can just... But it should be dumped. <laughs> towel, little bit. It's, 
Uh, it depends on the temperature in the room. Uh, in summer, half an hour could be enough, but sometimes, it, you know, 45 minutes could be enough. But I think... Uh, we, yeah, it will get a double size, and then we will make it balls, small balls, portions, and then we will spread them. This is the fun part. It'll be interesting to see how you get the shape. It is so soft. It's like melting marshmallows. After giving our muscles a bit of a workout, with about six, seven minutes of hard out kneading, we let the dough rise for about 30 to 40 minutes. Time enough to learn more about Turkey and about each other. We visited Turkey around 2003, 2004. Yeah. Ah, okay. It's been a long time. Yes, yeah. It's been a long time for Turkey. It's so different now. Yeah. <laughs> in what way? In any way. More crowded, more yeah. people. Really? The things in Iran, it's all changed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the population has been changed. Ah, so the different <laughs> populations. Yes, yeah, from yeah. around. Yeah, Syria. They're coming to, yeah, yeah, potentially yeah. Afghanistan and many people. Yeah. yeah. And it, it is quite, yeah. And, um, we flew yes. into Antalya. Antalya, yeah. That's like for tourist city. Yeah, and then we were like, let's get out of the tourists. And yeah. we travelled on a boat along the coast and ended up in, the, in mm-hmm. a little, small place called Chirali. Chirali, yeah. Chirali. Mm. Our friends go there and yeah. um, very nice. So do you make the bread at home? I, I always do, yeah. Every week, every week I make like 12, 15 bread for, for a week and I put them in the freezer and then I can just get them yeah. and they, they're fresh. Oh, you bake, you bake them all? Yes. We don't buy... Every day? Uh, I don't need to uh, bake every day. I bake once a week and then yeah, we use it. Yeah. All baked, ready to go. Yes. Yeah. So they're cooked in the freezer? Yeah. And when they are fresh, just put them in the freezer and then when you get them out of the freezer, it's still fresh. Where are you from in Turkey? Istanbul. Oh, okay. Part of Istanbul. Uh, Asian side, okay, but yeah, yeah. I, I used to live in the European side okay. when I was studying right. and when I got married. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's kind of both. <laughs> nice. I love this. Asian side is more, you know, quiet. Yeah, yeah. It is not, you know, now, but it <laughs> used to be. When were you there? I, so I am an English language teacher. So I taught in Istanbul, in, ah. I, so I worked there for a couple of months, and I taught in Izmir for a couple of months. Oh, okay. So in the, um, in the 90s. 90s? Yeah. Okay, so uh, in which part of Istanbul? So I was, I was living in Sultanahmet, ah. like right in the centre. The best place in Istanbul. Yeah, yeah. so I started yeah. to take a holiday, and, okay. and so we went and we volunteered on a farm in Turkey. So we okay. worked and we looked after their goats. Okay, in uh, which city? Uh, not in a city, way up in the mountains. So okay. sort of inland from Kushidasi, but up in the mountains. And okay. Yeah, mm. and so we did, it, they call it woofing, so it's yeah, sort of volunteering on okay. farms. Uh, and so you get wow. free accommodation and ah, free food uh-huh, and you do work uh-huh. okay, for okay, them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so no, we yeah. live with a Turkish family. Ah. Yeah, it was wonderful. It's so yeah, good to wonderful. be in, in, yeah. you know, in public. <laughs>
Yes. In this way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we, and we did a big, so we started in Istanbul and then we went right down the Mediterranean coast and then we went into Konya. Konya, ah. Out to Cappadocia and mm-hmm. then up the Black Sea coast back to Istanbul. So we had, mm-hmm. yeah, like maybe two months in Turkey with my seven-year-old son and that was fantastic. Yeah, wow, really that's good. fantastic. We should go to Turkey together. I would love to. <laughs> I, would love I should to. take you to my... Uh, Father's farmers, oh, you know, that they, would be they have a big field of, you know, they grow yeah. hazelnuts. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wonderful. Yes. And then you can just pick hazelnuts. It's kind of torture to me, but <laughs> it could be fun. We're making the filling now for the Kirpi day. Sadika chops up two brown onions and fries them in two tablespoons of oil with some garlic and half a kilo of minced lamb and then adds one tablespoon of tomato paste. And I tell you, it's starting to smell good. So I just heated the uh, pan and oil together, and I added onion and garlic. And people usually make it, you know, fresh without cooking, but I like it, you know, after I cook for a, for a while. But the lahmacun one, that what you mentioned, yeah. it, it uh, requires them, you know, fresh and uncooked. Yeah. But this one, you can choose anyway. Okay. You can use them. But you should, if you don't cook it, you should uh, cut the onion very small pieces because otherwise it is not going to be cooked enough. And uh, after I just, you know, do stir frying for a while, it will become like brown. Not, you know, as much as you think, but a little bit. And then I will add uh, meat and some tomatoes and salt, black pepper, uh, paprika and salt. That's all. Ah, yeah, we will be making vegetarian one. It will get uh, mushroom, uh, capsicum and tomatoes. And if you want, you can add uh, black pepper, paprika. And I sometimes add egg on it just to make it maybe a little bit, give it protein, more protein. But if you don't like, you can just make it like a pizza, but it doesn't require any uh, sauce. Just, you know, put them as fresh and then ready to go. And we will add uh, cheese on top of everything, like pizza. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the kurpide is kind of, yeah, it has filling and cheese. But other one, Ramadan pide, does not get anything on it. Just sasami. And we have another seed here I will show you later. And if you want, you can add egg on top of both, you know, pide. And oh, no, not fried, just, you know, you can add like, you know, a big, just a piece, you know. You can just crack it on top of everything. Or you can just mix it in a bowl and then add, you know, a little bit. But both can work. Now, how does it smell? It smells great. Oh. Like the onion doesn't smell raw now, it smells a little cooked, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, in this filling, you can add anything you want, like capsicum, but the, you know the pointy ones, you know, peppers, the green ones especially, they taste better than the capsicum, you know, the, the red ones. So you can use them, my people use it, but I don't know that this is going to be the same taste, so that's why I'm just using as simple as possible, you know, stuff. And you can add tomatoes as much as you want, and maybe... Uh, you can add parsley if you want and maybe fresh mint. They can all go into that. 
but I'm going to make it, you know, simple. You know, because herbs can give some, you know, different tastes, and then maybe some people don't like it. Now the rising is done. We preheat the oven inside at a very high temperature, about 230 degrees, while Simon continues to keep the outdoor pizza oven stoked up with wood. Next comes the fun part, rolling and shaping the breads into long boat shapes for the Kirpi day and round discs for the Ramadan pide. day. Um, fan bake, would you want fan bake? No, normal bake. Normal bake. Yes, and, and then, then just the temperature. temperature. Yeah. What temperature do you need? Uh, 230 ish. Yeah. Yeah. Hot. Okay. Yeah. 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 Should be hot. All right. <coughs> okay. So we just need clean hands and then we'll be making the rolls, portions. And I just don't like this, you know, to be surprised. <laughs> just to make sure, you know, I usually weigh them. And around 160 gram of one portion. Mm-hmm. However you want it, you can just roll them. <laughs> So we are going to be making it only one side, not sides, just one side, forward and backward, like this. And when you do this, just make sure it doesn't stick to the table, and at the same time, don't add too much flour. You can make it as long as you want if you have a big tray. And we can maybe it's oval shape. So now, yes, I pinch a little bit. And in this moment, we will add the filling. And we will add everything, and then we will cover it. Mm. Like, ah, uh, by the way, uh, when you put the filling, just make sure you place the dough inside the tray because it will be difficult to, you know, uh, yeah, transfer yeah. it to the Good point. tray. And then don't, we shouldn't wait for long when it is sitting here because it will be rising, and then oh, it will be difficult shrink. to, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. just make sure you put filling, and then About cover how can it. We put filling in now? Yes. Yep. Oh, Does it look beautiful. the same as you saw in the picture? <laughs> yeah. So this is the shape, and you can add anything. You can just crack an egg, you know, two eggs here, and you can add cheese, whatever you want. That's probably yeah. enough. Yeah, learning. that's good, wow. Elizabeth. Is this yours? It's hers, isn't it? Looks great? nice. Very nice. You're learning. Uh-huh. Wow. Just make sure we don't forget adding salt before we put them in the oven. Yeah, it tastes a bit better. <laughs> I don't know how they are doing outside. I'm scared to go there. <laughs> While waiting for the breads to cook inside, we head out to the pizza oven to check out the action. Mm. Just try one to okay. see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I might have to turn it, keep turning it. Around. Yes, because it seems quite hot. It is. Instead of turning the temperature like this, you go in further, out further. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all different. They have yeah. different places where it's hotter than others and you get used to it the more you use it. Last time I used this oven, it was, I think, maybe cooler than now. Yeah. What we found last time was after about half an hour, 
they mm -hmm. cooked exactly the right temperature. Yeah. Mm -hmm. just, so yeah. we need some time, you mean? But they look lovely. If we can cook it here, I will make the doughs, you know, smaller. Then we yeah. can cook most of them here. Because the, the oven will keep yeah, us wait. See this side, it's not, it's better here at the moment. And then mm -hmm. as the temperature goes down, we can put more in there. Ah, yeah. yes. So how many minutes do you think it will take to get cook. it color? Yep. Each one? The right temperature. Oh, about another 15 minutes and it should be right. Ah, away. okay. I'll put no okay. more wood. Okay. Oh, sorry. What this, happened to this one? This one oh. was too big and it's stuck. Yes. It, it's nearly cooked, so. Yeah. It's a funny shape, but I think it is still. I love it. It's a, <laughs> oh, it's a penguin. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> you learn by mistakes. Yep. We, all, we all learn better by mistakes. Back inside, we now prepare the Ramadan pide for baking with a sprinkling of some special seeds. Uh, that looks like black sesame, but it is not. I will give it to you just to smell. It smells something. It's called uh, onion seeds. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, yeah, it, it, it. We call it nigella. Nigella? Uh, nigella. Okay. Yeah, for Onion seeds, Nigella. There's yeah. another word. Yeah, yeah. Kalonji in Indian. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kalonji. The Kalonji one. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I, think it's I, I didn't. I couldn't remember yeah. the one. Yeah. I like the smell of bread. The first few breads are baked, and Sadika surprises us with a few extra special treats. We're just going to put. <laughs> um, I think we're going to do yours now. Maybe a little bit more, huh? It is cooked, but we need to wait. Because okay, it that's... needs some time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's too hot. You can take... yep. uh, I hope you will all enjoy it. I brought something for you, olives from Turkey. This uh, strawberry jam is homemade. I made it for you. And this is kind of, we don't have uh, avocado in Turkey, but I tried to make it, you know, kind of here and from my culture, feta cheese here. And I, I don't know what to say, actually. I hope you enjoy all of it. Uh, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming and helping me with this. So yeah, I hope you enjoy all of it. Thanks. And I will bring some tea. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> okay. So who wants Turkish tea? Black tea. That's black tea. Uh, what we usually do, we use these kind of cups to have tea. Sweet okay. as well. No. If you want, you can add sugar. Yes, yes, this is from Turkey. I'm it for you. Oh, Turkish okay. tea. Is that yummy? Did you bring it all the way from home? Yeah, yes. Oh, and you. I brought the tea from Australia, but it's Turkish brand from Turkey. But I brought this from Turkey. This is, you know, you can see this pot in everywhere. Any family, rich or poor, doesn't matter. Everyone loves this one. And has it traveled with you to from Indonesia? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, Cambodia? yeah. Yes. Oh no, sorry, Cambodia and, and Malaysia. Malaysia. Yes, yeah, it's been with me for some time. Yeah. It's in the morning. Okay. In the evening. Anytime after lunch. It's kind of the, you know one of the most important drink and thing I guess. Two staples: cheese and uh, olives, black olives. It's always on the table. 
Those ones are so nice, the texture, they're so soft, the rubber mm. mm. It's absolutely amazing. How often are you cooking bread? All the time, actually. Um, yeah, bread rolls. Several, maybe three times a week. Yeah, the problem is, once they're out of the oven and ready, my husband just eats bread. I need some for my lunch, that's why I make them. <laughs> and are you doing yeast or are you using salmon? Yeah, yeast. Yeah. Do you want an olive each to try? Okay. I remember the olives having a head of turkey or anything. Oh, the olives are amazing. We have one more final surprise from Sadika. She made special cookies for everyone. Wow. So if you have any room okay, left at all. Feast, Turkish pide, olives, homemade jam, Turkish tea, and chocolate biscuits. Wow, we certainly got spoiled at this workshop. Many, many thanks to Sidika and Ensar for sharing their knowledge and their skills and their good humor. To the people who came along to learn, to Simon and Lottie for helping coordinate this project, to the Office of Ethnic Communities for providing the funding to make this all possible. And, of course, finally, thank you for listening. Podcasts of the whole Together Through Bread series are available on the Plains FM website. Search Together Through Bread. Music